Good evening. Welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning, and we're very glad you're here on this Christmas Eve. And now please say our chalice-lighting words with me. In the light of truth and the warmth of love, we gather to seek, to find, and to share. God's joy moves from unmarked box to unmarked box, from cell to cell, as rainwater down into flower bed, as roses up from ground. Now it looks like a plate of rice and fish, now a cliff covered with vines, now a horse being saddled. It hides within these till one day it cracks them open. Come into Christmas. It is the winter season of the year, dark and chilly. Perhaps it is a winter season in your life, dark and chilly in there, too. Come into Christmas here. Let the light and warmth of Christmas brighten our lives and the world. Let us find in the dark corners of our souls the light of hope, a vision of the extraordinary in the ordinary. Let us find rest in the quiet of a holy moment to find promise and renewal. Let us find the child in each of us, the new hope the new light born in us. Then will Christmas come. Then will magic return to the world. So the shortest day came, and the year died. And everywhere down the centuries of the snow-white world came people singing, dancing to drive the dark away. They lighted candles in the winter trees. They hung their homes with evergreen. They burned beseeching fires all night long to keep the year alive. And when the New Year's sunshine blazed awake, they shouted, reveling. Through all the frost, frosty ages, you can hear them echoing behind us. Listen. All the long echoes sing the same delight, the shortest day. As promise wakens in the sleeping land, they carol, fest, give thanks, and dearly love their friends and hope for peace. And so do we, here, now, this year, and every year. Welcome, Yule. After the stores have closed and the final presents have been wrapped, beyond the ding, ding, ding of Salvation Army handbells, beyond the steady, efficient computer click of cash registers, beyond the sometimes gay, sometimes reverent drone of Christmas music, 
there comes the deep silence of Christmas Eve. It is a thoughtful silence of watching and waiting, the silence of the winter's longest night. Look into the star-studded dome of infinity and shiver. Your heartbeat gives such wonderful comfort that feeling of utter holiness becomes an unuttered prayer. At this moment, you know why the shepherds who kept watch through the night heard the hosanna of a heavenly host. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went on their own to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the north to Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. For so the children come. And so they have been coming, always in the same way they came, born of the seed of man and woman. No angels herald their beginnings. No prophets predict their future courses. No wise man see a star to show where to find the babe that will save humankind. Yet each night a child is born is a holy night. Fathers and mothers sitting beside their children's cribs feel glory in the sight of a new beginning. They ask, where and how will this new life end? Or will it ever end? Each night a child is born is a holy night. A time for singing, a time for wondering, a time for worship. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem. And see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. 
And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. In this night, the stars left their habitual places and kindled wildfire tidings that spread fast. In this night, the shepherds left their posts to shout the new slogans into each other's clogged ears. In this night, the foxes left their warm burrows, and the lions spoke with deliberation. This is the end revolution. In this night, roses fooled the earth and began to bloom in snow. It is the custom of this congregation on the Christmas Eve to take an offering, which then goes into the congregation's caring fund. The caring committee uh, and the minister can use this fund to help people in the congregation who are in need or people in the community who are in need. The ushers will now take the evening's offering. Please be generous. Let us take into our hands a Christmas candle, a solstice candle. This is a night of ancient joy and ancient fear. Those who have gone before us were fearful of what lurked outside the ring of fire, of light and warmth. As we light this fire, we ask that the fullness of its flame protect each of us from what we fear most and guide us toward our perfect light and joy. May we each be encircled by the fire and warmth of love and by the flame of our friendship with one another. On this night, it was the ancient custom to exchange gifts of light, symbolic of the new light of the sun. Therefore, make ready for the light, light of star, light of candle, firelight, lamp light, love light. Let us share the gift of light. The work of Christmas, when the song of angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when shepherds are back with their flock, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among the brothers, to make music in the heart. For you I wish soft snow, a gift both given and received, wrapped in love, a candle and a fire, a bowl of crisp red apples, tangerines, and oily oranges, 
a blizzard of cards that bring those others closer than they were before. A tree that somehow kept its green when autumn came and went. The joy of old stories that seemed forever new and songs sung softly under the breath of peace on earth. Go in peace and love. Merry Christmas. This is a presentation of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, visit our website at www.austinuu.org.